go live. All right, we're going live. I'm gonna pull up a microphone so I can watch it. Yeah. Oh, phone. <clears throat> All right, hello everybody. We should be live now. Welcome to the Model Train Talk podcast, Lionel Volume 1. 2021 catalog live chat we'd love to hear all of your guys opinions and thoughts on the catalog but first i think sam's going to go around and introduce us all but and we'll let everybody trickle into the stream but once again welcome and let's enjoy this live stream yeah so uh thank you for everyone coming on tonight we have rj of course my wonderful co-host we have maddie sees trains sits trains Blake and Matt trains and tractors. So we have the whole squad here and we're going to go ahead and look at the catalog. So let me go ahead and share my screen with everyone and we can get started right away. Sam, we can't start in the middle of the catalog. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was looking at it earlier. I, uh, I didn't look at the whole here. thing yet. Okay, let me stop sharing, and then let me flip through. Okay. Right. I, I looked at the All few right. leaks that were uh, put out. That's about it. All right, okay, just, so just now saying, I can share my screen. Just saying hello, everybody who's in the chat so far. Hamburg Railfan, New York Railfanning, Toby Scott, our buddy Steve, and Trainstorm Pierre Marquette Productions. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining in tonight. <laughs> All right, so here we have the catalog in its entirety. So let's go ahead and get straight into it here. Oh, wait, let's let's introduce everybody first. So we all know RJ from RJ's Trains. Matt, you go. We'll just go in. Well, Matty C, and we'll go in okay. order. That works too. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Uh, great to be back on the with the whole squad here again. Uh, this is going to be a fun little night here. Uh, Though I'm limited on time tonight, you know, I'm coming from work, but I'm being a real trooper uh, to give my thoughts on the catalog here. So uh, it should be fun. There's some cool, some pretty nice goodies in here. All right, Sid? I think it's six out of order for me, so I don't know who's next. Okay. I'll just yeah, call. If you don't, know, if you don't uh, I'm Sid. I, I have my YouTube channel, Sid's Trains, and I'm saying I'm just glad to be here. This catalog is very interesting and Always fun just talking with my buddies. Blake? It, it's me, Otaku Rail fan, a.k.a. Blake. It's been a while since I, I've been on here, so excited to look at this catalog with all you guys. <clears throat> and a newcomer for the Model Train Talk podcast, Matt's Train and Tractors. Yep, it's my first time on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for hosting me here. Hope to review this awesome catalog. Let's get to it. No problem. No problem. Again, I thank each and every one of you for coming on tonight, and it should be really fun. So uh, let's go ahead and we'll get started here. Ooh, I like what I see already. <laughs> All right, here is the first item. This Ooh. is the Vision Line 21010 That's nice. This thing is a beast. It is. It turns 072. It is 31 inches in length. And apparently the real life version of this engine weighed over just over a million pounds, which is crazy to think about. 
<clears throat> Pretty nice engine. Yeah. Indeed. Experimental indeed. type engine. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. nice line. I brought it back. Mm -hmm. it's, Wasn't uh, this the first vision line that they made? Yeah. yeah. This one and then the seat, the Pennsylvania Railroad seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Seats. It's crazy. These things came out last year. Yeah. That's probably why they brought them back out again. Mm hmm. Now, and, uh, I, what I'm wondering is, is this technically classified as a Vision Line product? Because it's not, because they do <clears> the Vision Line on the even-numbered uh, years. I, I can explain that. I think it's it's a Vision Line product because it's the exact same production as the last one, of course, with a couple new features. But it's kind of like the Challengers they did, what, two years ago? It's just they're reissuing it to fill the space with an item that's very popular or just popular to them. Um, I think it's just a filler and then what is it, next year we'll get our new, new vision line engine. New like that's what maybe. Yeah, that's I hope. That's what that's yeah, the, that's what confused me with this when they uh, announced this because normally Lionel says they have a rule every two or three years they'll make a new vision line locomotive. So they're kind of breaking their rule. With last catalog revealing the GS locomotive, and now we're getting this. Um, it's a little odd. Um, I'm with you. I think it's definitely a filler locomotive. It could be coming either in the next catalog or definitely in 2022. So we'll see. I think it's a great looking engine. I do like some of the paint schemes to bring it back, um, the, some of the fantasy schemes, and that's going to be a theme of this catalog, by the way. There's a lot of fantasy stuff I see. Yeah. Fantasy yeah. stuff could be cool. I have no problem with it. Me neither. Oh, let me look at my catalog so I can look closer at something. So, okay, how much is this thing? Ooh. $2,500. Oh. So, well, I, w I won't want to have to make a decision. So, <laughs> Matt's Train and Tractors, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. And you're thinking about pre ordering one of these? Which one would you get? You know, I'd have to go Fantasy. I, I believe it's Fantasy. I'd have to go Valley Flyer. Um, just, you know, the, the yellow and red contrast really well with each other. And, uh, yeah, I, I you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Vision Line. So that's the one I'd have to go with. I'm not exactly sure if that is Fantasy, so don't quote me on that. But that's the one I'd have to go with. I know the Valley Flyer hat used Pacifics. Yeah, this it's is fantasy. a Fantasy. Okay. Still cool, nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Definitely cool. Uh uh, never mind, I'm not going to spoil anything later in the catalog, but um, I was going to say something that I, I don't really call it a letdown, but when I think of this engine in particular, I think of number 3000 just because of the one Lionel did, and I believe most of the documented um, 210 10s were, I think number 3000 was one of the only ones they actually like documented a lot about, so... Uh, I I wish they would have done that one, but if if I would have if I would get one, I would get number three thousand one because I like the white walls on it. If I I think if I had the space to get one of these, I would probably go with the original. I do like the tender with the big lettering on the sides. I think it looks really cool. Um, but I would also probably get the black bonnet paint scheme. Um, because, uh, I don't know, it's just red, and it, it looks cool. And red's probably my second favorite color, so both of those would be a really nice touch. 
It's a nice little engine. I gotta say, well, not little, but um, yeah, thirty-one inches. I like the paint yeah. too. I like the paint scheme too. It's got the white walls on it, and it, it's supposed to go for like a out of the shop, brand new look. So it, it definitely would be an eye catcher on anybody's layout for sure. That right. red on the, yeah. the back of the tender there really pops. Uh, if you guys remember um, the tender of this thing, there's also a cow catcher on the back. The, the tender on this thing is very unique too. It's also an eye catching piece outside the locomotive. Uh, just a really cool engine. I remember seeing one of these briefly um, at York maybe a few years ago. Um, definitely a very impressive engine. It's as long, if not slightly longer, than a big boy. So it, it's definitely something, if you're looking for something unique and different for your collection, this is definitely one of those engines. Definitely. And I was kind of looking at the stats of like this real engine, because this was a real engine. So I said before, it weighed almost a million pounds. Um, this thing could only go 10 to 15 miles per hour before losing steam. <laughs> so this was a huge in. So yeah, I thought that was cool. And, and then yeah. when they when they called it a failure, they just broke it back up again and turned it into a 2102. Mm -hmm. They cut it right down the middle. They made it into two separate engines again. You can actually see in the center of the boiler there's that one strip of rivets there's like double the rivets because that's right where here, they just here, here. plopped them right here. What are you together. talking about right here Sid? Get this and just full yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> alright should we move on next in yeah sure. let's, let's, let's look at it here these are the USRA Pacifics or these are the USRA actually stands for the United States Railroad Administration so the story engines that um, these were created right around World War One, and the United States to mobilize for World War I entered it. So they ended up taking all these railroads and railways and put it under one, um, one kind of head running thing, a nationalization. So this was kind of their way to do that. And you can see at the bottom here, this nickel one is uh, by war bonds. So it kind of goes hand in hand there, if that makes any sense. They definitely like the yeah, they had standard the designs, I believe. Yeah, these are very nice engines. The one that sticks out to me is obviously the nickel plate road with the by war bonds. Kind of has some history behind it there. And then we great northern pay scheme here. And, and Lionel did make the point today on their live stream that they're going to do the correct green boiler color on the Great Northern <laughs> after the <laughs> mess up with the A five. Yeah. Oh yeah, that green looked like pea soup. <laughs> yeah, my my buddy repainted one for someone because they were just they did not like that color at all. So an MTH Z5 Challenger, I believe, and the color was just so off. But uh, it's good finals. If um, I like the Warbones one as well. Uh, the three with the uh, Vanderbilt oil tenders. That those tenders just look so. I like that southern one on the bottom. That one. That one looks very. Um, it, I, it's it's kind of ironic. It looks like a, um, in a way, a war baby because all the Southern Pacific's engines during this time had just everything was exposed. Like this engine, all like it used to be streamlined, but just took everything right off of it. Obviously, it wasn't. Yeah, but I, just, I like how it's just. Yeah, I like black. the industrial on these. 
I'd probably go for Southern Pacific. Yeah. Oh, something else we should point out about a lot of these legacy locomotives in this catalog. You see on the top corner there, it says LVC. Uh, they're doing a new feature this year where they're adding voice control to every legacy Bluetooth locomotive. So that includes Lion Chief, Lion Chief 2.0, um, and the Lion Master stuff. And they're adding stuff to where you can record your own uh, station announcements. So uh, very cool stuff. That is cool. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Something cool. Oh, wait, were you going to say something, Matt? Oh, no, I was just not, I, I was not aware of that. That's cool. Oh, yeah, I was going to actually say I um, my S3 Northern has Bluetooth in it, and I actually ran it with my voice today after watching their live stream. Any any engine actually with Bluetooth um, can uh, run with voice control. It's, it's a little – I wouldn't say – basically, if, you're, if you want your trains to just run and you just say – you just have your phone out, you want them to run, you can run it, but – if you actually want to run your trains for real, I'd just say stick to the uh, the legacy or TMCC remote. I think it's a nice gimmick for kids, you know, if they want to have a little extra control of their locomotives, for sure. But I personally I mean, wouldn't use the feature, but I know there's going to be people out there that are going to get a kick out of it. There are people out there that like the Lionel gimmicky experimental stuff. So uh, I like that for sure. I like that uh, stuff. But the, the, the main thing that has me interested is you can record your own station announcements and uh, tower communication. So if you have, say, for, for us Long Island guys, if we have if you have the M7 set, you could probably record some station stops. Have the the M7 the stop is make uh, and things like that. So the, the possibilities with that is is really cool. Mm -hmm. Get the whole recording from like. Babylon to um, Penn Station. Each station stop. Something, uh, something I just thought thought about is because people always complain that the trains don't have um, road specific dialogue anymore, and you can of course put that back into it. Um, especially, actually, but come to think, come to think of it, you could put like an MTH um, <laughs> PFA sequence into a Lionel engine um, <laughs> by having your computer play the sounds and then you can put whatever kind of sounds you want to do, literally anything. We do have some more USRA Pacifics here. It looks like we have a um, MKT and a GM and O. Gold, two paint Mobile. schemes that I don't think we have seen very Gold, often. Mobile and it's been a while. Uh, I forget what the O stands for. Ohio? Nope. Five came from? No, it's not Ohio. Gulf, I have no clue. I wouldn't know. Someone in the chat. Uh, all I know Someone is the 25 came from that railroad. Gulf Mobile and whatever. Something like that. Maybe it is Ohio. I don't think it is, though. I can look it up. Hold on. I'm the Katie. So, Frisco. Yeah. I'll look it up. There's There's been a lot of talk about um, the MKT stuff in this catalog because I think there's this engine and then another one later later on and then i thought it was interesting that these passenger cars are all two packs and then a station sound instead of a four pack and a two pack well okay so it is gulf mobile in ohio i was so, just looking at so props to whoever got that right um there's your final jeopardy question for the day but Lionel has been doing this like two pack with the passenger cars for a while now because i know back in like the 2018 catalog 
when they did the Long Island Railroad heavyweights, they also came in these two packs like this. It's just, I wouldn't say it's inconvenient, but in a way, it's kind of inconvenient because I don't, I don't know who who would buy just you know a two like a baggage car and a coach car like yeah <laughs> yeah that's their way of making a little more money that's what I was getting four hundred bucks for two hello I like money <laughs> these are the sharp though I will say yeah they look good they look the good. red is nice I like the red I think if anything. People would buy the observation car in the back because it's obviously one of the most popular yeah. pieces in a passenger train. So, but yeah, that's kind of crazy that they just do it in two packs. You can't just like buy the whole set. Like, I mean, for for a railroad like the Long Island Railroad, it makes sense because they didn't have too many observation cars. But I don't know for other railroads, right. it doesn't make sense. Right. Speaking of Long Island Railroad. Ooh, here we this go. is RJ's favorite section of here the we go. Here. Right. I'll let RJ take nice away here. So the legacy camelbacks. I've I talked about this a little in my video today, but I've been on the hunt for a camelback for quite a while now. Oh, I don't know, probably about a dozen years ago or so, the local Long Island newspaper did like a two page cutout on camelback steam locomotives used by the Long Island Railroad. To celebrate some anniversary that the LIRR was having, and I hung it up in my room for years. And the last time Lionel did a scale Camelback in the Long Island was in the TMCC era. I want to say it's early 2000s they did it. And that yeah. model, that model right now sells for $540 on eBay. And this model retails at most hobby shops right now for $540, and it has legacy, Bluetooth, whistle steam, and um, I know what I'm pre-ordering. And Lionel actually did something out of their way, you know, and they included a memorial plaque on the side of the locomotive. So Long Island Railroad number 18, the Camelback, which is cataloged here, was named after a longtime engineer. And so Lionel included the engineer's name on the side of the Camelback, which is a really cool, cool touch. That's a nice detail. Yeah. yeah. Right off the bat, I think I know what I'm pre-ordering. <laughs> right off the bat, the first one. Which one? New York and Terry and Weston number 255. Well, that oh, makes two of us then. <laughs> yeah. But the Strasburg and the Long Island one are nice too. But I'm telling yeah. you right now. The oddball ones that are going to sell out on this page, that blue comet one, the haunted one, the, the Halloween one, and the Strasburg one. Good luck finding those in like five years. <laughs> yeah. If they Here's had the done. Thing. But you know what? It's, this is really nice that they're bringing this to Legacy. And this is kind of like the H10 from like a few years ago. Uh, it's a great value Legacy locomotive if you've been looking to get a steam engine with all the features for a long time. This is definitely going to be one of the highlights of the entire catalog for sure. You get upset that they're bringing this thing back because if you remember, this is the last time they've used this tooling. When Lion Chief was, was first Lion coming Chief. out, yep. they used this same Camelback tooling. This is one of the first Lion Chief steam engines they put out. I prefer the legacy control over Lion Chief. Me too. This is this is nice. Uh, now, 
I gotta make a decision now. Which one am I gonna? Which one will I pre-order? If they did, if they hey, put number people right now. If they did mm. number four on the Strasburg Camelback, I would consider it a little bit more, but they aren't. So yeah. And as as we most of us know, there's some more Strasburg goodies later on in the catalog, which we won't mm. talk about right now. But you also get. Uh, CNJ and Redding, they were probably the most prominent users of the Camelbacks behind the Long Island Railroad. Well, ahead of the Long Island Railroad. And the D&H. So, a lot of great paint schemes. A lot of historically accurate paint yeah, schemes. Yeah, everyone here, railroads on the East Coast here that use Camelbacks are, are mostly represented here. And it's nice to see O&W. That's not really modeled too often. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I think the thing that's probably the, the most unusual is the blue comet. Like, why would you choose that paint scheme? It reminds me of the Pico. I know I can Pico makes one in G scale um, like that. The, the interesting thing about this paint scheme is um, when the C and J were starting to phase out the blue comet, or more rather, they were phasing out the 462 Pacific that they were using to pull the train, Camelbacks right. were predominantly seen um, pulling the train um, most of the most of the route, and this was a paint scheme CNJ was actually considering. That particular number of that engine that they're using was considered to have the Blue Comet's paint scheme. So this is interesting. What if? Ah, okay. I mean, it's, did not know that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely didn't know that. So a lot of people also Am don't I know. Accurate? This they were considering this, but then. After the Great Depression and when the Blue Comet train wasn't becoming financially stable, I believe the Blue Comet ceased around like late 50s or like very early 50s. They stopped uh, doing that train, so they just scrapped the idea of even painting an engine. So a, a lot of people don't know this, but like the CNJ and Redding in particular, they use Camelbacks up until the end of steam. Like up until the mid 50s, these railroads were using Camelbacks. So even if you're modeling a transition era railroad, you can still use Camelbacks. I know the Long Island Railroad, they, they phased out Camelbacks in the early 30s. Um, but still, uh, like the CNJ, they use they used Camelbacks up until the end. Same with O&W. They used them up to the end, too. Mm-hmm. So it'll go nice with diesel and, you know, you know, diesel and late steam. It's... It's kind of funny to think about the fact that they had a camelback pulling the um, the blue comet at times, and you think about they're phasing out the Pacifics, but in a way, I think I'd rather be an engineer on a Pacific than on a camelback because yeah, I, they were you know, especially yeah, a fireman. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people back in the day, engineers were terrified and pissed when they were assigned to drive these locomotives. Reason being, if you look at where the cab is positioned, they're right under the drivers. So you're going to have a bad time if that thing crashes. Or There was one report I've read where some guy was very unlucky and one of the driver rods went right up. Right up. Ooh. So it wasn't, they're not, but they yeah. were, from what I understand, they were good workhorses. But at the same time, they were terrified because they were extremely hot. Cause <clears throat> obviously the cab right on built right around the boiler so you know these were oddball locomotives for sure that poor fireman <laughs> fireman rode in the back still yeah 
environment? No, I that meant to say guy during the winter, though. <laughs> it's just sky <laughs> during the winter time if it's snowing. Yeah, I can. That's I can the see only why time they were okay with it. Mm-hmm. I can see why they were still decent engines, is because they are a ten wheeler. Ten wheelers wheelers were still good engines, and even though the weight distribution was probably a little different, it still probably was a hefty engine. I mean, they were designed to burn anthracite coal, so they did have, you know, a purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we go ahead and move on to the next page, I definitely thank everyone who is watching tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking some time tonight. Greatly appreciate it. Um, we're Model Train Talk podcast, just trying to, you know, share our stories and uh, share a discussion with you guys. So thank you for tuning in tonight. And looks like we are moving on to the Mohawks, which is, these are, these look like these will be a hit. Um, definitely highly detailed engines to say the least. And uh, yeah, these are these are very highly detailed engines. The the way these things were named, apparently. So I'm sure a lot of you know this, but the New York Central was the railroad that used these the most. And so there was a Mohawk River nearby to where these engines, you know, ran and stuff. So they named these engines after the Mohawk River, rather than naming them by their wheel configuration and whatnot. So. I didn't know that. I found that out last night while researching, but I'm sure everyone in the chat knew. So, no, it's cool. I remember. Um, I think I know before I got my Mohawk, but I remember talking about that in my review of mine. But yeah, these are these are cool. I personally have an L3 Mohawk, but these are L2s. They're older than the kind I have, but they're definitely interesting. Um, one of the interesting ones on here is the New Haven. They didn't have Mohawks per se, but they had a um, mountain type that was very, very similar. Um, so Lionel was able to just kind of create the similar paint scheme. Personally, I just like the black ones. I'm not too into the gray or the red one, but I, I do like the pacemaker uh, set at the bottom, though RJ can elaborate on why some of us might not be ordering that anymore. So the the set there at the bottom it's a really interesting set uh, you get a vision line box car which has all the sounds it has an electric coupler um and the catalog later on but and you get also you know four separate new york central box cars and and the caboose but lionel has recently come out with the new truck design i know i personally have a video coming out about this next friday um a couple other guys have made videos about it um, they're post up on the OGR forum. Basically, Lionel is now using half plastic, half metal couplers and trucks, and they don't fit with older Lionel couplers. Um, they're, you know, blatantly put, they're pieces of garbage. I got one on a on a new money. It saved. It probably saved them a few dollars. And so. Uh, <sighs> on my mill car, I'm probably going to have to order new trucks for it after I spent a pretty penny on it. Um, and apparently these trucks are being used on all of Lionel's newer freight cars. Like the uh, the Friendship Train box cars are also using these same trucks. And it's the same tooling as the box cars in this set. 
So unless Lionel comes out and says that they're scrapping the the new coupler design and going back, you know, I'm I'm there with Sid that I wouldn't touch this thing with a ten and a half foot pole. Yeah, I, I'm but gonna... you'd have to show me a picture later of what these couplers look like. Yeah, I I would much rather just buy a bunch of Weaver ones that look like this. They look great, or buy. Uh, just any other, if I'm going to be wanting some pacemaker car, I'll just buy different ones because it's just not, it's just not worth the money. You shouldn't have to pay whatever, 400 bucks for um, dealer price, but then have to invest, um, what, 36 bucks in the new trucks for each car. So it's just, it's just, I the, cup, the couplers aren't separate, right? No, they're, I'm pretty sure they're part of the trucks. That'd make it e easy. No, it's, it's not that easy. And the, the whole uncoupling mechanism now is all plastic as well. Ugh. The, the only parts that are metal is ha is the coupler arm is metal and the side trucks. The side frames on the trucks are metal. Everything else is plastic. Oh, my God. The knuckles. Did you have anything that you were going to add? Oh, no, I was just going to say that while we're on the topic of trucks, like, on the car, and once we move on to diesels, I can talk about this a little more, but the kinematic pilots, and I know we're still in the steam section, but the kinematic pilots that Lionel has uh, been putting on their diesels lately, you know, I picked up two diesels within the past two years, and they both share the same kinematic pilot feature, which is basically the plow swings independently from the coupler and the truck and this is a problem because I don't know exactly how it works but it derails probably 90% of the rolling stock that I put behind it so I have like two designated box cars that I run behind my SD38 and my ES44 those are the two locomotives that have this kinematic pilot failure so mm -hmm. um, that's that's good to know with these trucks on the pacemaker so those guys are definitely not going to be friends if i were to run those back to back but uh yeah i just figured i'd mention that about the kinematic pilots mm -hmm. and it's a good point just looking at the the live chat real quick first off thank you tim's trains for the heads up about the uh special type of screwdriver i have to use to remove the trucks and yes the version below the new haven is going to come factory weathered so that's going to be interesting to see when it when it rolls off the uh, assembly line it's hard to tell with the graphic design and like the editing on the computer, but about that's the same question. Are these going to be weathered? It looks like the bottom one, right under the box cars here. This looks like it could be weathered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the said stuck out to me. That'll be interesting to say. Oh yeah, definitely. They don't do that that much. They they've only offered it a handful of catalogs. The last time I recall them doing a weathered piece from the factory was probably maybe like three four years ago. Forget which I model they, it was. I think they did one in the last one with the Y threes or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, they like the There's N and W something like that. The yeah. N and W one was weathered, and people were upset because they just wanted a normal N and W one, and they only cataloged a weathered N and W. Yes, I remember that fiasco. Why? Why would they do that? Because they're just not thinking straight. Um, well, just they've had the, problems with paint in the past too. I remember the last run of the. Thickman in stripe was completely wrong to the prototype, and the guy must have had like forty or fifty um, uh, J locomotives sent back to him just to repaint them, and he did it free of charge. He felt terrible. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think Lionel paid Harry Hankin. Yeah, they paid him. They paid him. No, if if I was him, I'd do it without getting paid. I'm just like that's a lot of lot of work. But something I was going to mention is what I'm interested to see is when you weather trains. At least in my opinion, you should weather them based on the climate they ran in and the climate they were washed in, because water they use leaves a stain on the trains. If you look at videos and of the Mohawks running and the Niagara's running and the Hudson running, you see them pulling into the shops and they're white. They're just covered in white soot because of the water they use, their salt. Of course, it was snowy at times. It's just, I'm just interested to see how Harry Heike um, weathers this one. Probably hard water too. Yeah. Minerals and stuff like that. When I see weathering trains, a lot of people like to weather the drive rods and everything. And quite honestly, they they go overboard with that. And and realistically, drive rods really aren't that rusty. There's grease and oil flying all over them. Usually, the, that that's clean for the most part. If everything above's sooty and dirty. I I just want to touch on one more comment in the uh, the live chat. Uh, from Railfan Jackson, he said, wait, so are they going to redo electrocouplers on the new locomotives because of the new truck design? Uh, that much isn't known yet. Lionel hasn't even made a public statement about the new trucks and the new couplers. Um, so we're still waiting on that. They weren't taking any questions today during their live stream. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I don't think they are because I don't think they're going to acknowledge that there's a problem with these couplers. They probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing about the weathering too is like 600 of the Mohawks were used by the New York Central. So they were in a highly active climate and whatnot. So, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of industrial free and stuff like that. So let's go ahead and move on to the next page here. We're going to move into the tools. The thing that sticks out instantly to me is the Santa Fe down there. I believe is that the war bonnet paint scheme is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. But yeah, There's that's if I had to pick one right now. Some people are really upset with the fact that this page that it's all fantasy schemes. I'll be honest with you. If I had to pick one out of this page, I'm with I'm with you, Sam. I would probably get the war bonnet. I think war bonnet looks good on basically anything. And this could oh, have yeah. been a what if locomotive if Santa Fe was still around. Okay, all um, right. It's a nice heritage unit, if you think about it, because BNSF has uh, SD70s, so this could have been a fantasy uh, what-if locomotive for them if they wanted to. All right, so hear me out on this. I mentioned it in my video, but I know a couple of you guys, you guys check like the OGR forum daily like myself, and there's a guy who would always post like his own photoshopped pictures of what he wanted Lionel to make like SD seventies in like these fantasy row names. And I swear, I think almost every single one that he posted on the OGR forum is on this page. <laughs> I'll rip that guy's wallet. But so there's only two technically prototypical road names, uh, paint schemes on this page. Well, two pages, the Kansas city Southern one. That's a vet honoring veterans unit. Um, that's prototypical, and technically uh, the Canadian Pacific is prototypical, um, but it's on a Tier 4 SD70 Ace, so this is a Tier 3 SD70 Ace. 
Um, but every yeah, everything else on this is a fantasy paint scheme. Monon, Sam. I know. I yeah, I know. I yeah. Okay, I would go for the Santa Fe, and then if I obviously had the space and the money, I would go Monon. I looked at the Monon roster, and they did not have any of these. So just clarifying what RJ said earlier there about the uh, prototypes and whatnot. Come on, I only believe there is only oh fifty four curves that'll fit perfect on your layout. Oh, definitely. It'll definitely make the interlude easy. Yeah. Easy. Next up, we have some PAAA sets here. Oh, we have a MKT New Haven and a Cotton Belt. I love game. that New Haven. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That, yeah, New Haven's nice. I guess Cotton the most Belt kind of looks there. like Southern Pacific. I got a lot that. In a way. Cotton Belt was People a subsidiary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say that again? Cotton Belt was a subsidiary of Southern Pacific. Okay, that makes sense. And there's more yeah. Katie for the Katie fans out there. Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> the New Havens, I'm, of course, I'm into O-Gage, but I've seen um, S-Gage my entire life, and that, it, it always reminds me of um, American Flyer stuff, because I, I, don't, I don't know this for sure, but I think the New Haven ran right by the American Flyer factory in the past, possibly. I could be wrong on that, but I believe... New Haven ran really close to the American Flyer factory, and that's why they had so many. Um, I think they actually made some New Haven diesels back in the post-war era. Are some more with actual passenger car sets. It looks like this time you get a little bit more bang for your buck with the passenger car sets, unlike we saw earlier with, I believe, it. Yeah, Pacifics. Yeah, the USRA. Yeah. So it's interesting because you look at the baggage car and the dome car, and they're just slightly different. I don't know much history about the Delaware and Hudson, but I don't probably know. just the way they ran their trains. Yeah, the dome car looks great. Um, I don't know if it's meant to be like this, but um, I just personally don't really like the way the color contrasts with it. You know, you have that streamline or that streak of. Uh, blue with the yellow and then it like they take away the blue so mm-hmm. personally to me I, it's kind of an eyesore but yeah. um, I've always liked the uh, dome cars uh, I have a few and they look great so. I would prefer it if they added the blue on the dome car yeah yep. that that has uh, Corey from Arts Trains written all over it oh definitely definitely yeah, for sure. <laughs> sure he'll be uh, saving his bear that one we <laughs> Also have a set there. Phoebe Snow. Mm-hmm. This this takes or this reminds me of uh, I, I think I mentioned it in my video is Lionel's one of their first scale passenger diesels was the Alco PAs back in the nineties and Mike Wolf designed them with Lionel when he was still with them and this was one of the paid schemes was the uh Erie and Lackawanna. And I always loved the uh I think uh, on the side it says radio control or something. I, it was a lightning stripe or something. I always thought it was really cool. I mean, they could use radio control. I know they experimented with that back in the day. It must have been a thing they were experimenting with and they were just advertising it to the people who were seeing the train go by. So here is the official answer to our Jeopardy question we had earlier. It is Gulfmobile in Ohio, so we were correct there. 
And uh, it looks like this time the passenger cars are back up again. It seems you to can't be a thing. All, can you? all the 21 inch cars are in um, four packs or two packs, but these are all two packs or the singles. This new that they're doing with the two packs? No, they've been doing this for a couple of years now. Oh, okay. How come I'm only noticing it now? Like the the Long Island Railroad Madison passenger cars that they put out three or four years ago. Matt and I had the baggage car of it. Those came in two packs as, as well. Yeah. I uh, I think I said this just is a that that paint scheme. I just thought it was stylish. I, I think that's what I said. It's just interesting. It's it's not just one solid red. It's a maroon with that brighter red and the gold striping. I just thought it looked really good for a railroad I've never really seen much of. Nice, nice color. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the GP30s here. A very interesting engine. A lot of I believe very popular paint schemes, especially the chassis system and the BNO right next to each other. Two beautiful paint schemes there. And we also have a BNF in that blue and yellow, um, Burlington Northern, a Chicago and Northwestern, Sioux Line. A lot of a lot of classics here. I like that Burlington. I've always been a fan of that green black. If you uh, feel it closely, that's actually a patched. Burlington Northern unit. Yeah, it says yeah. BNSF on the Yeah, side. you're right. Yeah, I see that. That's that's cool. Yeah, the same thing with the uh, with the chassis. That's a patch yep. CSX unit. I'm I'm looking at the BNO or looking at getting the BNO and the chassis system units because I think that would be a good um, a good lash up together. And the BNO is nice. And although my my head's blocking it, <laughs> although my head's blocking it, there's also a Reading and Northern. For those uh, Reading and Northern fans out there, and looking back on previous catalogs, Reading and Northern has gotten a lot over the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, that was probably one of the most outside of Strasburg Railroad. There's a big following for that railroad. Everyone was begging MTH or YNL to make 425 for I don't know, maybe like a good. As long as I've been in this hobby for at least like the last 15 years, and it took a long time for them to finally get the okay to do that so i'm happy seeing those fans out there get the models they want it's definitely always exciting to see that um and right in order it's very popular i gotta visit there someday Mm -hmm. same here you know what i'm surprised they didn't make the um the reading and northern they bought the um sd45 no the, the norfolk southern f units oh yeah well rhino hasn't done f units in a while yeah, they yeah. did the That's Lion right. Chief. It's been a couple of years. They did the Lion Chief 2.0, but they wouldn't make those in Lion Chief. Yeah. They did uh, Norfolk Southern F units last year, I believe. But maybe. Oh, did they? You guys only, they sold them last year, and Reading and Northern bought a pair. I think yeah, it was no, like. Catalog, it was I like. Think. I may have been like two years ago, and Lionel cataloged it, or maybe it was MTH who cataloged it. And then the next week, NS announced that they sold them. Oh, oh yeah, and that it was the 2019 catalog. Yeah. My bad. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was right alongside with the J, because they made the J in 2019, 
and then they also made the um, the F units in 2019, I believe. But yeah, this is this is the page I'm probably looking at to get stuff, not not the turbines, but the GP turbines. Yeah, these are garbage. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one on the bottom with the uh, the army one. That one's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's the one cool. I like the most. But um, who needs a Pennsylvania Railroad turbine? It looks like a W1 electric. The Great Northern and the and the uh, Pennsylvania they look like W1 electrics because they're just <laughs> a, a, they just look like that to me. But these are so these weird seeing a D like a, a diesel looking engine with a with an oil tender. It's it's so, such weird engines. But I know that they ran them a lot. So it says here at the top that it has a super base tender, and I know Sid. I'm pretty sure you said you were a big fan of the super base tenders, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm on steam I, locomotives. I think, yeah, there's the thing. The thing Lionel usually does it in is um, it's super base B units for the Alco PAs or the, um, the F units or whatever kind of ABA stuff they have. Usually that's what they do, and it's just they have a sound card. With usually just um, engine sounds and uh, I think some a couple other sounds, and it has a really big speaker and a really big baffle on the inside, so that when you start the engine up, you hear the engine sound with the horn and the diesel sounds. But then it, this just adds so much more sound to it, and just I makes. I've heard the, I've heard these super basses firsthand. Uh, Blake actually has a legacy F unit. He's got an Ontario and Western one with a base B unit. And when we fired for the first time, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I, same, is that, I that, didn't that, know just, what. Uh, it it was something. What. You hear like the gas bubbling, and then the whole thing comes roaring on. It's really cool. I didn't yeah. know what super bass what super bass was to be honest with you. I bought it because it was cheaper than the motorized B unit. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. Um, like Fair. Matt said, I was like, "Whoa, this sounds nice." Mm-hmm. So one thing that I just noticed the uh, the do uh, the dod one with the shark nose on front of it, and I'm sorry because my head's blocking it on the live stream, but it doesn't have number boards. Oh, I, it has oh yeah, 1941 so. on the back end though. Yeah, but it doesn't. I guess it's. Yeah, they, they did the etching, but no. Uh, that's just maybe. I guess it's just something. To not include, kind of interesting. The whole reason behind the super bass is we were saying these engines were crazy loud in real life. So they, Lionel wanted to make them a lot louder. And these things are jam packed full of newer features. Like they have the feature of the separate smokiness turn on and diesel or um, They have some different features of Mars light, emergency stoplight, just some interesting things that. I think just adds to the already crazy character of these engines. Oh, and their die cast. Yeah, that's always nice. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with the Buddy Nose. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah, that smokestack looks pumping out all that smoke. It keeps that design. Mm-hmm. All right, so this right. is also oh, a boy. very popular page. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. Do have a switch. 
Oh, me courage. All right. My screen is. <laughs> my screen hasn't switched Wait, yet. I'm frozen. My screen. My screen hasn't flipped yet. Oh, your screen hasn't flipped. There yet. we go. Now I'm on it. Okay. Perfect. There it is. And I can zoom in if we have to. If you're blocking it. That's their uh, X New York Central switcher, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Nice. And it's got fixed pilot to smoke unit. Oh, that's good. Fixed pilots. Yeah, about time, right? Thank, thank God. So tacky when you'd see it turn a cor on a corner and the pilot would go with the trucks. Mm-hmm. I know MTH uh, has fixed pilots, don't they? Some of them? On their... You had to do this. Buy a two model and use their conversion kits to convert the wheels over to three That's rail. Too much work. Uh, yeah. I so it's. I like I like tinkering around, but it's too much. Uh, this this is a gateway. We know two two things out of this catalog, and this is probably going to be a segue into a future catalog or maybe twenty twenty two. Ryan Kunkel, if he's listening, he listened to you, and you were right. You. Stras scale Strasburg stuff was in the near future, and here it is. We got a scale Camelback, even though it's not accurate, but it's still a scale one, and now we have this. If these sell well, we'll probably see more things we've been asking for, mm -hmm. and if you're a follower of this podcast, you know for sure what a few of us in this in this group right now want. So There's I, one, I think two, 8618 is going to sell. I think it's going to be a great model. I've been wanting one for so many years, so this is definitely a pre-order for me. The price is right. It's a new tooling, by the way. I know some people in this cat for this catalog were unhappy with no tooling, but, uh, no new tooling. But this is definitely an exciting piece for sure. They're also doing uh, road-specific detailing on these models as well. So, yeah. like, for yeah. example, you, the Boston and Maine handrails are different from the New York and Central one because that's what the, that's what the Boston and Maine used on their railroad, which is really cool to see Lionel doing that. Number boards as well. Yeah, I remember they, they've been doing that for a few years now. They've been doing it, like, dependent on the road name. Mm -hmm. It's really a feature that you see in HO a lot because it's mm -hmm. cheaper to do that, but it really good that see Lionel doing that on these legacy models and Makes it more personal. Yeah. And make it and putting things in perspective here. I mean, the <coughs> new MTH S twos that are coming out. I mean, they're, they're more expensive than these. I mean, I, th these SW eights and the camelbacks are probably the best value value buys in the catalog. Because Lionel's never made anything with this detail and with these electronics at this price point before. I mean, this is a Rail King steam locomotive for the price you're paying. Mm-hmm. It's nice sure to but uh, value engines with all this jam-packed detail and sounds. It's nice to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Better than Lion Chief, that. okay? I definitely think the Strats experience will be with, a big hit. I've had bad experiences with Lion Chief, so I'm not a big fan of it. Well, also, well, thinking about it this way, the GP7s and GP9s with the LC2, even the uh, the RS3s that are a little bit later in this catalog, they retail for $330. For $100 more, yeah. you could pick up a legacy one. So. Yeah. So, uh, what were you saying, Sam? 
Oh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the Strasbourg one's going to be a hit because I'm pretty sure five out of the six of you on this chat are huge Strasbourg fans. Mm-hmm. I have only been once, and I went out like five or seven. I don't remember most of it. So we'll change that. it's closer we'll change to you. It. It's more local to you. You guys are the uh, I lost count every time right there. now. <laughs> right after we're done. Right after we're done, you guys are going to go order this. So, yeah. We can go ahead and move on to the next page here. And this is another Ooh. pretty... Um, con- excuse me, controversial page. Um, I know when the catalog leaked, everybody was going crazy. So we can go ahead and talk about it here on the podcast. And before I'll we go, go ahead and get I'll started with that, I'll why don't we all one, two, say our, our opinion on it? Uh, I'll say this real quick before I sign off here. I feel so bad for the post-game Amtrak fans out there. Because this is probably going to be the last time that the ESL is going to be available, in my opinion. And honestly, RJ, you said it in your video earlier today. I really do think this is going to get canceled. Price point is outrageous. It's just canonical for one now. I don't know what they're thinking over there. This looks like a very nice model. But if we flip to the next page, these the other pay teams, those probably going to send maybe the M10,000 for the post-war guys out there. I just would be interested in the M10,000 games game. Um, but, you know, this thing's going to have less features than the original TMC version. It's going to have less, maybe less detail. I don't know about that. I'm sure the, the cars are going to look nice and everything. But if, if you're an Amtrak fan, I would say probably you're probably going to have a better time in the HO scale than you are OG because the team final just doesn't want to make these models. It's pretty fortunate. This looks like a great set, but it should be more easy price because I love the Acela. I definitely always considered buying one because I go to my club all the time. I see no guys with Amtrak at scale. I just know. I know it's HB's models in the past. And, um, you know, those are great engines. You know, the P40s, I absolutely love those. I love all the Gen 1 first generation Amtrak stuff. But, you know, it, it's really, this is very disappointing. This is probably a big flaw, to be honest. I know I'm saying bold words here, but, you know, it's things in the catalog and I'm sure 90% of people aren't going to pre-order. Alright, I'm going to go next real quick, just as as probably the biggest Amtrak fan amongst all of us. And I saw a really good point from a guy on Instagram, Ben's Trains. And he made the point that these are priced to not sell. And the point yep. there the point there being is that Lionel is pricing these so high because in reality they don't want to make them. But they want to give that option so they can say that they did catalog the SL because the last time the SL was catalogued was in 2012 and it was canceled because it didn't have enough orders. And now it's even That's more. That's why they're so rare. Too. The original Sella, I see. And but now it has less features and it's more expensive. So, and I think that because this Acela will more than likely be canceled, this gives Lionel the perfect excuse. Excuse. Well, we're not going to make the new Siemens Charger. We're not going to make the Siemens Sprinter, which are both used by Amtrak. You know on the Northeast Corridor and nationwide. 
because there's no market for it. We can't sell in a cellar, so why are we going to make a, or why are we going to spend and invest on two new toolings for Amtrak trains? And I hope that Lionel proves me wrong, but, um, you know, as an Amtrak fan, I'm pretty disappointed that, you know, it's $3,500 MSRP. I don't know how many people can afford that. It's a grand more than a Vision Line big boy. So. Mm-hmm. It's absurd it's 30, to think about. It's, how much was it? So, for the. For the set, which comes with the two locomotives and three passenger cars, it's $2,500. And then the three car add on set, which includes a Station Sounds diner, is. Well, a Station Sounds cafe car because the Acela doesn't have dining service. It's another grand. So total combined, it's $3,500. Okay. And the Acelas run in seven car sets. So I'll let you do the math there, but three plus three equals six. So you can't even hmm. build a prototypical consist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, uh, uh, so I think it's really cool, but price-wise, e. Yeah. I'll, uh, I will spiel on it. So, to start out, I I was watching the Lionel streamer, and I had never seen people complain about putting money on him before. So, that kind of explains his feelings on this. And I'm just going, to, being a technical person, the original ones did not work because they were using technology that at that time just couldn't handle features that were inside the train and the, the technology was kind of out of date in a way. I give them credit for making it extend. It does work. It is fabulous. It's an amazing train when it works. But I feel if Anna would have just stood up and actually kept those features, used their technology to their advantage and produced this the way it was before I, I would pay that price if it had everything that it used to have and had the new electronics and maybe multiple horns of different stuff. I would pay for it, but with, with it being like this, being more expensive, with the doors not um, be the tilt mechanism not being the same as it was before, and there being so many fan schemes, I'm, it's just, I said in my video, it's just outrageous. They're, they're just they're taking uh, what they can do. This isn't this isn't all the Acellas. There's one more that's even more outrageous. Oh boy! Than I don't even want. To, can we? Can we? Can I? Can I make an executive vote for us to skip that page? <laughs> Maybe if we can get to it by eight. These schemes are nice. They like they look promotional type schemes. I'm not gonna. Lie. Yeah, like the I Sa- said. Santa Fe Super Chief. High speed electric service through the Great Plains of New Mexico. <laughs> right there at the bottom. If you're a thousand paint scheme, you might be into that. So no, I, I, I understand where Lionel is coming from with the Pensy Congressional Scheme and the New Haven Scheme because that's the Northeast Corridor and that's what Amtrak runs on nowadays. So, like, even I was talking with my, my HO friends who are, like, much more serious modelers. 
And they don't even have an objection to the Pennsylvania and the New Haven one because they would like to see Amtrak do paint up in the Sella set like the like the Pensy Congressional set in the New Haven. But the UP, the Santa Fe, and the Hiawatha. I say Sid has to get the Hiawatha one to run with his S3, but that's just me. <laughs> Oh God. oh God! That's, uh, that's mm, I think I'd rather buy a, 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 a Atlantic and the Hiawatha cars over than this thing. I would much rather do that. It's I don't know. It, they're I said they they were creative with it, but it's just it's just too much. It's just too much. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather just be those first two pages with the real one and the what was the concept scheme and then just just be done with it and even then it's just not worth seems like lionel is just trying to get as much money out of the tooling as possible but yeah they they need as many orders as possible for this in order for it to be produced and that's why they're doing an eight different road names because they're banging on these fantasy paint schemes taking them over the top But um, what were some of the features the original one had? Oh, don't have opening doors. The big one is opening doors. Automatic. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would just like to say I believe Maddie C Trains has left us, so we appreciate him for coming on tonight. He was at work, but he had to leave, so we thank him for coming on. And I also want to thank all the viewers again. For taking some time tonight. Voice crack. Join the Model Train Talk podcast. Thank you for pointing that out on live stream. And so once we are done with this live stream, go ahead and head to GFW Trains for their live stream because they pushed back their live stream tonight so we could start a little bit earlier. So go ahead and visit them once we are finished. RJ, thank you for pointing out the voice crack. Definitely. Nobody's important is watching. I'm sorry? Nobody's important is watching. Okay. (laughs) All right, next here we have a work train. Uh, this is a nickel plate road version. And how many um, work train consists have we seen so far? I don't really know much about work trains, so I if think someone it's could cool enlighten set. me, that'd be fantastic. I see them once in a while, not too far from my house, but that's good. <clears throat> yeah. Wasn't there an ROW one right away? Uh... I think they're selling some ROW, like like the thing that's on the flat car, the track tamper. I think they're selling ROW stuff later on in the O-gauge section. MOW. Okay. Maintenance of way. Oh, okay. Not right of way. MOW, sorry. But this is, this is a really cool set. I think there's a lot of value here, especially with the TMC ballast tamper. You get the uh, bunk and kitchen cars or whatever. And then that even that expansion set, if you're a nickel plate fan, I'd be really happy with this. You don't even have to get the full set. You can get that expansion set and get a bunch of great cars. And I'm pretty sure that nickel plate road will probably be pretty much the same thing as we looked at earlier with the Stratsburg uh, switchers and all that stuff. You're probably going to get the same thing with this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a pretty good deal. Would you? I, I mean, I would say so. Yeah. Oh, all right. Here's Matt's. Here's Matt's page. Matt, Matt's trains. New yeah, Hope and Ivy Land excursion Ooh. set. I like that. I, I like the New Hope one. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, you know, this is really one's. This is really uh, everyone's everyone's page because the New Hope and Ivelin Railroad. I, I live like twenty miles away from it, so pretty close. So uh, it's it's a really beloved railroad and has a lot of like ties to Bucks County. So I know I personally love living uh, love going there and visiting the trains. I think they modeled twenty one ninety eight the GP thirty. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they did. Yeah, twenty one ninety eight. So. Um, it's really cool to see that, and uh, one of the guys on Instagram was mentioning that this was one of its first paint schemes, not its modern-day paint. So um, the um, the stripes up front on the nose of the engine are a little different than if you were to go to the railroad and visit the locomotive nowadays. So it comes with uh, four cars, four uh, excursion cars. <clears throat> I believe they're very similar. I don't know if the numbers are different. I imagine Lionel would do that. Um, but this is the one set where I hope they did not do a um, observation car because if Lionel was really trying to get, I don't think so. Yeah, I because you know if Lionel was really trying to get realistic here, then they wouldn't put an observation car on the back of it because New Hope doesn't have that, or they they turned an old coach into it, but it doesn't look like a observation car. Um, and uh, just before I um, before I end this part. Uh, they put the um, like the accordion in the middle of the passenger cars, like where you would walk through the cars. If you if you zoom in off in between each car, you can see that like accordion like yeah the the diaphragms yeah, yeah. diaphragms. Sorry, I'm not good with my terms, but sorry. Um, yeah, you're good. You're good. Those, um, yeah, so those are not there on the real engines, uh, or sorry, on the real cars. So. Um, I'm a little disappointed that Lionel put the diaphragms on those coaches because those are not there, or at least most of the coaches that, that I see do not have the diaphragms. So maybe Lionel was taking measurements on a different car that day, but from what I know, those diaphragms are not there. So I, I, I believe... existing tooling? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's an existing tooling, and I, I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to take off the, the diaphragms without damaging them. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm really going to order this set. I'd love to have it. I'd love to have it. Everybody loves the new Hope and Ivy one. The nice railroad. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Once. That's about it. No. Yeah. I don't know if I get this, per se, but, like, I really hope Lino makes uh, number 40, their steam locomotive that they have. Really, really popular steam locomotive. That'd be cool to see. Yeah, I really hope they make that. Um maybe offer some new tooling on the passenger cars if they were to offer that so um that would definitely be something i'd buy i love this set here but i don't think this is going on my order interesting interesting i'll think about there. the new hope and ivy set mm-hmm. this is a cool this set this is a very interesting set, yes. You know, if I won, if I won Mega Millions tonight, I'd order the set, but I, I I'm not. So, um, <laughs> or the Powerball. But uh, so, this is the New York Central Cardinal train set, and for those of you who may not know the history behind it, in 1926, all of the cardinals, which are the higher ups in the Catholic Church. Uh, came from all over the world for a convention in Chicago. And so they all congregated in New York, and the New York Central brought them to Chicago for the conference. And the New York Central painted up a, you know, a bunch of passenger cars for the train up in red,
because the Cardinals' robes were all red, so it would match the color of the robes the Cardinals wore. And it was just supposed to be a one-time thing, but they, they were lazy with painting the passenger cars back to green. So they stayed in service for a little bit after the train. But um, it's a really cool set with a really cool history. And I'm going to be, a, I'm gonna be interested one. to hear the sounds on the uh, diner car. Uh, it would be, it'd be pretty funny if they did like, like the Cardinal saying a prayer or something before a meal, um, or something in, or something in Latin. I think that'd be interesting. And you get a New York central Pacific with it. And, um, like I said, it's, it's out of my price range, but I, it's a really cool set for anybody who wants to pick it up. Mm -hmm. I did not know the history, so that's very cool. I didn't Very either. So history there. I learned something. To the more you know. Definitely. And so next actually, page, we do have a Santa Fe Valley Flyer set. And someone actually um, messaged me about this at and um, it's. Uh, it was just a short-lived passenger train. Obviously, it's very gorgeous. The Civic at the front looks to be um, a retold. Uh, President Washington with some side skirting and a different pilot to make it look more like the Santa Fe Pacific that they used. But um, it was just that it was a short-lived uh, train from 1939 to 1940. Um, in that, I forgot where it ran. I think it said uh, it ran through San Joaquin Valley, through the San Joaquin Valley. And just this is just someone telling me some stuff about it. And, it's just a cool-looking train. I believe Weaver made the engine years ago, and it's kind of cool to see Lionel retooling an engine and just painting up some passenger cars to make a very cool set. That's basically what the Santa Fe did. They took, I think, two old Pacifics. I don't know what class they were. They, they and they put some skirting on it. You know, make it look pretty. That's all. It was just an attempt to modernize old locomotive power. Yeah, that's all. That's all it was. Still a nice set though. Huh, interesting. Ooh. John next Bull. Set, next section, we have the John Bull sets here. I have yeah. one. Well, my brother has one. <laughs> These look very detailed. I mean, this is obviously not a comparison whatsoever, like with this engine and another one, but the amount of detail that's on these sets reminds me of the Lincoln Funeral Train that came out a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. I still want that set. Uh, so I that definitely is picked, one on I'm my definitely, I like that blue one on the bottom. I'm a, I'm a suck for blue. I I, I uh, it looks nice. Mm -hmm. I wish that Lionel made the one that's on the flatbed a non-powered version to bring down the price. Because if it was cheaper, I, I would consider purchasing it. And it has a Long Island connection, so it was brought to Long Island during the 1939 World Fair. Maybe it was the 64, but I want to say it was the 39 World Fair. And the Long Island Railroad employees actually ran the replica under live steam on the Long Island Railroad. And today in a town of Hicksville, there's, a, there's a, another replica of the John Pole sitting right outside the train station. So, mm -hmm. I'm going to build that back up. <laughs> but at seven hundred dollars, at seven hundred dollars, mm -hmm. it just ain't it for me. It's a great yeah. set, lots yeah, of cool I was details. Asking, I was asking a friend, "Is that one on the flat 
black cars. Is it powered or non-powered? Based on the price, it would probably be powered. Yeah, it's powered. Yeah, this is before I looked at the price. Oh, I yeah. hope it is because the other ones go for the same amount, eight hundred. I hope it's powered. My one of my friends has the Jumble, and it's a really intricate, yeah. detailed set. It's really nice. I don't have one yet, so maybe this is my chance to get one. The cars are nice too. They're all brass construction. Mm-hmm. They, they have a nice weight to them. Mm-hmm. Like, anything anyone else want to add to this page? Mm-hmm. That's about it. No. Cool train. All right. Yeah, very cool. Here's Lionel. We have a Rio Grande ski train. Here's Lionel cataloging passenger cars. They haven't made the locomotive for yet. <laughs> exactly. So, so what, what, in the what is the locomotive by chance? An F40. Okay. So... I bet you the Volume 2 catalog, you'll see some Amtrak and Rio Grande F40s. Yeah. Want to see if the cars are sold first. <laughs> yeah, that's They did point. this. They, if, they, if they don't, they can bail on the cars. They, they did the same thing with Southern Pacific passenger cars in the Volume... In the Volume 1 2020 catalog, they cataloged the passenger cars but didn't catalog the the locomotive and they said well wait for the locomotive it's going to come and then it was in the 2020 volume 2 catalog so i think that 2021 volume 2 catalog in july we're going to see some f40s amtrak rio grande maybe metra we'll see yeah vre vre that would be nice but i'm getting my hopes up there metro doesn't really mean much to me but i've been to chicago so many times um and I always see stuff up there. It's just that's an interesting paint scheme, an interesting railroad. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the Vision Line rolling stock pieces here. Anything anyone want to add here? Nothing really sticks out to me in particular. Um, the stuff that sticks out to me is later in the catalog. So, I it's Vision Line. I you know it's still 160 bucks when you go through a good dealer for a box car. Uh, I I think that's still kind of a little crazy. bit too much. I mean, uh, what do I know? Is it? Are this? Uh, I'm looking at the features right now. Does it do anything? Sounds. It's got uh, uh, one. It's got sounds and stuff. Okay. It's got sounds and one uh, electrocoupler on it. I don't have any cars with sounds, so but. Yeah, I'm. I'm just think. You know, I want a car with sounds as well, but I I can just pick up a Lionel Sounds box car for sixty dollars less. <laughs> but I know that these won't have the bad couplers. <laughs> Your cars. More interesting because they sell so well the first time. They're bringing them back in new road names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the graffiti on the Golden West ones on the left-hand side of the catalog. Those are nice. Yeah, that is cool. Tool it car. reminds me of what Menards did for their boxcars, the, like the graffiti. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I, don't know, I was just saying another big or interesting topic on the um, with rolling stock is people were talking about the tool cars. I don't know. Is this an old K-line tool- tooling or is this just um, a new tooling for Lionel? I don't know. I'm, sure. I'm sure someone in the I can't answer that one. I've pre-ordered mine already. <laughs> so, 
so I talk about this in my video as well, but the uh, Nassau Lionel Operating Engineers Club, which Blake's a part of, uh, and Matt, who was on the live stream previously, um, it's an O-scale club here on Long Island, if you couldn't tell by the name. And they're doing a custom run with Lionel for the tool car and I think the bunk car. Um, and it's painted up for the Long Island. So I've pre-ordered two of these cars already, just not the ones that are cataloged. And the ones that are in catalog, there's some great names. Like I, I really like the CP and the N&W stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ones for our club look nice. Got some more paint schemes here. All right. Some kitchen cars. CNJ. I wish these operate these um, had operating smoke units. Uh, you know, because the stack's there, and it's almost like a teaser. You're gonna throw in all these freight sounds and camp dialogue, and all. Good all point. These. The camp dialogue is funny. And Matt's got one of these, I think. And I don't think these cars have sounds like the previous run does. Oh, they don't. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a shame. Even though they cost almost they the same. They don't even have a smoke unit? No. They just have lights on the inside. It's kind of silly. Yeah. And the, is kind the price about the same? Yeah. I think they're yeah, just like 20 much. bucks less. Actually, oh, I think I think the kitchen cars have sounds. The kitchen cars have sounds, but the bunk cars and the yeah, tool cars don't. Yeah. I see. Uh, yeah, the kitchen cars do. Standard more, uh, O. I'm really liking the standard O line from Line L. I've gotten two I've gotten three cars in total from two separate runs. I've got a uh fifty foot single door box car and a couple of the center beam flat cars. And they're really nice. Good trucks on them, they actually work. And um you know <laughs> you that not... could become a meme for this video. <laughs> yeah. Probably. We're not getting gonna... someone make a meme and then drop it in the chat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Afterwards. You don't get the details. You get with the you know the the high scale quality freight cars. But you know for for the price of one normal freight car, you can get two O scale ones. So they're not bad. I really like the New York Central Gondola there at the top. Uh huh. And these, even uh, the N and W. Mm -hmm. These all of these toyings are old. LTI from the late 80s and the 90s when Lionel was phasing into things being scale. So these box cars, when you put them next to a diesel, they look scale-like, but they're not quite um, as big as, say, what they really should be. But they're just really nice products, and they, they haven't changed anything with them from the past, so they still have all the great um, details or the trucks actually being nice for once. Next up, we have some speeders here. TMCC controlled, it looks to be. I like the Ballast Tamper. Ballast Tamper is a great model by Lionel. I have one of the old conventional ones. Uh, it's a really detailed model. A lot of cool features. And I really like that Penn Central speeder. My thing is, is that I have no need for a speeder. So, I, I won't get it. But if I were to get one, I really like that Penn Central one. I think I have a speeder. I don't remember. Yeah. I have a RMT speeder. All right. So All right, Sam. Here you go. The... 
O-Gage products, which is more of my price range and area. And I just want to, again, I want to thank the viewers for joining in tonight and talking with the catalog with us. So let's go ahead and move into the Lion Chief. I know there's some controversy with this, especially um, in this group. Um, some people like it, some people don't. It appeals to me more than something, you know, legacy or something scale. But I think the prices are coming closer and closer together. So I might as well just start to invest. But let's go ahead and look Ooh. at the baby K4s that they have here, which is very interesting to say the I least. Like that. Very appealing. But that, I mean, that price though, I could probably get a legacy diesel for the same price. Cheaper. So, for $100 cheaper. But, <laughs> yeah. But uh, nonetheless, we do have some beautiful baby K4s here. I like the uh, the one on the bottom here. I believe that's Tuscan. Am, am I mistaken? No, yeah. it's Tuscan. Looks like my MTH Rail King K4. So Lionel actually got sued by MTH because Lionel's baby K4s look so similar to the MTH Rail King ones. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you have a MTH Rail King K4, then uh, this will probably Which look Arcane right at does. home beside it. But I'm... Yeah. I mean, that's quite hilarious. How can you sue somebody for looking at a... You're looking... What do you... A K4 is a K4. They just... An MTH big boy doesn't quite look like a Lionel big boy anymore. They used to, however, but... Um, they're just little things they can... Pro like, I, I believe... I've heard... I've been told this. Mike Wolf puts a little detail on all of his models so that if someone copies it, he knows that they've done it because they've copied that one detail that isn't actually on the real thing. He just added oh. it. Um, these, are, these are cool. And it, it's the same thing with the baby, the baby Hudson's, like the one you have, Sam. Um, the, the Lionel one and the MTH one look very similar. I don't believe uh, MTH sued Lionel over those, but yeah, these are similar to RJ's. Okay. The this tooling hasn't been used in quite a while either. Yeah, it's probably about 2000 was the last time they used it. And it had wow. smoke deflectors on it, I believe. Yeah. Interesting. It's got a, because I'm a guy, it's got the pre-war style headlight, but the pilot is the post-war style where they modernized it. Best of both worlds. Yeah. I, I like pre-war mm -hmm. PR power. But yeah. it would be the opposite where on the headlight would be where the dynamo would be sitting right in front of the smokestack. I just, yeah. yeah. Interesting though. They call that the, the cow catcher. They, they call it the beauty treatment or whatever, but yeah, we have some diesels here now. RJ's a uh, favorite thick handrails. I don't even look at this. I went right <laughs> through it. I've got a long Island. RS3, that's yeah. very one of these. And uh, Sam, you have uh, GP7s, correct? I do have GP7s there, the Boston and Maine paint scheme. They were um, LCCA exclusives. Um, I was very lucky to be able to pick them up. But, I mean, nothing really tops those. Nothing that I see here would be like, oh. Uh, ah. I mean, it's those, I mean, I think it's just the the dark red and the yellow that really pops. And I don't see anything here that interests me. Yeah. Um, I'm really 
I mean, kind of off topic, but I'm really trying to save my pennies right now for an MTH engine. So I'm real unless something super exciting sticks out to me here, which so far it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm probably gonna go MTH engine. RJ, did you have something you wanted to add here? If the handrails weren't the way that they were on the Southern RS3, I would have gotten the Southern RS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're thick handrails. But because okay. they're like, when you scale them to O scale, the handrails are like a foot thick, I'm out on them. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I just I see something in the chat. Um, Ralphan Jackson says, guys, Lionel acknowledged the truck pl- problem. Oh, so, interesting. If that's true, maybe we'll... Lionel, hit me up. I'll give you my address so you can send me new trucks. Exactly. <laughs> Do it, exactly. And you, you can hear a spiel. <laughs> Video's still coming talking. out regardless, so... <laughs> You've been talking yeah. about the yeah. trucks, what, for the past... I don't remember when you got the... the Week. Yeah, I got it on yeah. Monday. All I heard was about the trucks. And I'm like, alright, I gotta go look at these trucks. How bad are they? RJ can show you. <laughs> right, there's Matt's favorite page. Oh, what are you getting from this one, Matt? Talking to me. <laughs> I wish they changed that face on Thomas. My God. Just because just I'm the just because I'm the youngest guy here, I got you. <laughs> nah, no, not nothing wrong with Thomas. All right. Like, so, I feel like there's room below Diesel that they were gonna include another set, and then they just didn't. Yes. Yeah, a little sus. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a certain Thomas they could produce. There's a certain one they could produce, and they have the they have the engine to produce it. They just have to put the two things together. Yeah, yeah. Thomas wooden railway tops all of this. That's what I had as a kid. Was yeah, the Thomas that's wooden that's railway. what I had as Same well. Same here. I had that too. And Tony. Yeah. Same. Yep. Yep. I got my Thomas stuff. More Thomas stuff here. We got some box cars that look interesting, to say the least. I like those freight cars at the bottom. Nothing um, new. The blue trucks and the the red pasture. Those are nice. Those two box cars in the center just make me... They make me cringe because those two characters are just Triggered. I know. I agree. I call them not canon because they just aren't, in my opinion. But obviously they are because they're in the series, but... Well, I just pretend they don't exist sometimes. <laughs> just, those are we weird. can skip this page. It's okay. Yeah. Moving on, we do have Ooh. a I like Toy Story set. set. Okay. This reminds me. Oh, go ahead. So this was in, sorry to cut you off, Sam, but this was in the last catalog, like this set, but it's a new version of that set. So it has a new product number because it has like the Lionel voice control features. And so it's a different product number than the old one. And this one's more expensive than the one that was cataloged in the 2020 volume two catalog. So like when, if you're in the market for this, you have to be, you know, looking out for the product number and what's on the box. Cause you could be getting two to two completely different sets. And I really funny about this set. It took how many years to make a toy story set? <laughs> now I know Hornby, I, I have the Hornby made a set when the movie came out. And I was like, of all companies, Hornby got the license to make, and they made an American-style train that's like, you know, looks just like this. 
And I'm like, man, why didn't Lionel pick up the license? Well, they did a couple of years ago, and I'm like, it took them long enough. Mm-hmm. And I have I have one more note to make on this page. And so Lionel made this, you know, the Toy Story hand car, and they've made hand cars a little bit later on in the catalog. But everything's Lion Chief now. And the hand cars are conventionally controlled. <laughs> so how are you supposed to control the speed on these Lionel hand cars if everything's Lion Chief? Like the starter set. Facts. That's a good question, actually. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Wait. So the hand car is Lion Chief, right? No, it's so conventional. It's conventional. But Lionel doesn't make any sets that come with the Transformer. They're all Lion Chief. They're all the oh, so you're saying, like, let's say this is your very first set, and you get Lion Chief, and then you buy this. Like, you get this as, like, a Christmas gift. You can't use this because you need the remote to run it because you didn't get a Transformer with your starter set. Is that what you're saying? No, you need a transformer. Yeah. You need a transformer yeah, to control doesn't... the hand car. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, let's say that this was your very first set, and you don't have a transformer, and you don't know very much about trains. And you get, like, let's say, like, your parents or your grandparents give this to you to add on to your set. You can't run it because you didn't get a transformer with your starter set. Well, so now you have to go buy a transformer on yeah. top of it. Well, you can run it. It's just going to go at 100 miles an hour around the loop. <laughs> Circle, circle, circle. <laughs> right, right. I, uh, I think I know you were that. Sam, was you were. Were you gonna say that this set reminds you of your um, Lone Ranger set? Or yeah, but that's it's not relevant anymore. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. It's, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Uh, I do yeah, like this. It's a planet car. I think. It's cool. How much is that car? Oh, a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, car, but not the price tag. Uh, uh, if I find one on sale, then I'll buy it. See, and look at the price. Sorry, Sam, but the price. Oh, speed. The price on the the old the new Toy Story set. It's four hundred and thirty dollars retail. Yeah. That's MSRP. That's with this new uh, voice streaming and recording feature. Yeah. Something that's pretty cool. notice with all the Lion Chief stuff here. There's a button where you where you click to hear all the sounds. Why can't you do that on the engines that actually I say count for the sounds? A little kid isn't gonna care what the whistle is on his engine. I want my whatever legacy J1A to have a right the right whistle, not a banshee whistle on it. I get there's five whistles now, but I want to hear the sounds on my train before I buy it. I just think Lionel should do that for the legacy stuff and not just the Lion Chief stuff in the back of the catalog. That's a good point. They could yeah. like sound effects below the catalog online or something. <laughs> a lot of cool like features. It. A lot of cool cars on this page. Um, I know yeah. these are the movies that I grew up watching. You know, Cars, Monsters Inc., and mm. Finding Nemo. I th- I think they're yeah. cool cars. I want. I'm not gonna buy any of them, but they're cool. I like how the Lightning McQueen engine is a uh, a diesel engine that's like not streamlined. <laughs> No, he's a race car. <laughs> I know that there was a train. You know what they could have made? That was pretty cool. The um, they made it. They had a train in the first Pixar's car film. They they should have made that no gauge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have just yeah, used like they could have just used like a Lion Chief F three like the Santa Fe set. Hold up, yeah. They yeah. could have they could have done a fantasy scheme with the Acela and did the training cars too. 
The, the yeah, Lionel. I would definitely have bought that one. If it was Lightning McQueen, I would definitely okay. have bought it. What Easy. about the train and planes? The steam train. I like that steam train. Alright. I know there's a no one Alright, I'll be honest with you. I, I know this is like probably the most Blake has bought this set on this catalog. I bought I bought I'm the sorry. the large scale one for my cousin. I would buy the O Gage one, not gonna lie. The, the, for the music. My mom wants this set to The The Lights is the only thing that I'd buy it for. The rest I I could care The less. Lighted Tender makes no sense. You know what <laughs> I have a little problem with this set? It looks like a set. You ever been to like flea markets and stuff like that? And you buy, you find those really cheap. Oh, yeah. With the stickers plastered all over them. That's where we talk about the next item. Why didn't Lionel make something more original? Like put Exile Railway on the side of the train or something? Not put stickers all over it? Yeah. A knockoff train set that you buy for like $5 at a flea market or something. Yeah. That's my only problem with the first. John Deere. I like it. I've seen a couple I would of buy this back in the day. I think it's cool. I would buy this. Like this is genuinely like the first Lion Chief set in a while that I I would say I would, would buy it for buying? the novelty. Like See, I'm considering buying that the, the like the uh, the 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 storefront. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what I was going to say, too. The John Deere service garage, I think, would be cool. And a fun fact, my my grandfather, the one who um, I would run his trains around the Christmas tree, and I've talked about it before in many podcasts before, but he was actually a mechanic for John Deere. So John Deere has some personal connections with my family. So I don't know. The John Deere service garage is poking at me a little bit. Um, I doubt. I'm sure I could find some kind of room on the layout. Add a little bit of personal touch to it, but yeah. Or even yeah. the the box car. Uh, I guess it's a reefer, but they pulled that off of um, old advertisements. Like Lionel went through old old um, advertisements to pick out the graphics on the side of the box car. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I I think that's a cool Pretty set. Pretty cool. I like that. I like that reefer car. That's nice. And it's also like wood sided, so mm-hmm. it still kind of has that like old-fashioned yeah. you know you know what i'm saying that old-fashioned feel i'm not sure if that's the way to describe it no that's, i don't know you get my point like i said you know i i would consider buying the set if i got it for a reasonable price you know what novelty set i wish lionel made i was really i really wanted to buy it but i don't think they they i think they canceled it this has nothing to do with the catalog but speaking of novelty sets i would have bought this one the show well we'll get to that later on because they brought some of it back. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. And before we before we change, Sam, there's one person who hasn't touched on this set who's more fit than any of us to talk about it. Matt's Trains and Tractors. What do you think of this set? <laughs> yeah, it's right up my alley, basically. You know, honestly, I love it. I, I think it looks awesome. I, I don't own any Lion Chief things, so personally, this actually might have to be the first Lion Chief thing I get. Just just for the brand, you know, just for the channel. Um, it'd be something really cool to have. Uh, best of both worlds. Exactly, best of both worlds. Trains and tractors all in one. So um, I think it's really cool how they're, um, like, 
they're incorporating the the service center like you guys were saying um because especially for little kids who get this uh having the extra tractors and being able to like i don't know interact with the service center and something like that you know i think that's cool and um, having it being custom for john deere is something that uh is really cool so I, I might get this actually. I didn't even go this far into the catalog when I did my review on it, so um, I only went up to the O-Gage part. So I'm, I'm happy I'm, I'm giving this another uh, another thorough look through. So um, I, I like I like it. Okay, Matt, I'm going to ask you a question. So what is your favorite brand of tractor? Are you a Farmall guy, a John Deere guy, Alice Chalmers, Oliver? What, you what's your favorite? I love Farmall for for its age. You know, it has such a um, such a tie to like old times. Um, but I've really um, really been liking the Case IHs lately. Okay. Okay. The IHs, nice. yeah, they make Case you know, is an old brand. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they made steam steam traction engines back in the day. Yep. Yep. And uh, I I live in a semi rural area, and I've seen a few case tractors around um and i actually went to a tractor show a couple years ago and i got to see um the case ih quad track which has like the, uh, the treads on the sides of it which okay is, yep i think i've seen that before i'm not a tractor expert i'll just put that out there but <laughs> i'm not either and that was cool. talking tractors here on the model train talk podcast <laughs> And I just, I just, I was just curious. I went to tractor shows as a kid a lot, so I was just curious. All right, we can go ahead and move on here to the next page. Now, this, brand new I, this set. Look at this train set. I have this set. It's blown out on me twice. The Iron Chief. Yeah, there's a funny thing about the Hogwarts Express and me is my dad told me when I was like five years old or something that if I read at least one of the books he would buy it for me and I read all and I read I, I read a couple I don't think I haven't read all of them but I read a couple and he still hasn't done it so I'm 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 just gonna either convince him one day at York to just go off and buy me one or just buy one from a catalog since it could be nicer I don't know I'm not going to I'll give Lion Chief the benefit of that I've had a good experience by just working on one of them uh, Sam's engine so yeah I mean I got, it, I got it repaired, and it works nice now. I'll just put that there. I love Harry Potter, so when this set came out, I had one many years ago. Then it got then it got messed up. So mm -hmm. I got the Lion Chief one a couple years ago. I love how it's got the sounds and the talking from the movie. They've cataloged this set twice in normal, like, I think it's L-N-E-R colors. Yeah. And both times, yeah, Great Western, Great Western, oh, yeah. And both times, they've had it in a different, few different names. And every time they do it in names. a non-Hogwarts Express paint scheme, it gets canceled, which is unfortunate. It's a, but it's a shame. Yeah, I would love to see this in non-Hogwarts Express colors because I would order it. But yeah, something they made one a couple of years ago. I could still buy it, I think. They managed. This to was my. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. This was my very first train set. It was actually the conventional version. Um, but, yeah, this was my very first train set. It was the Hogwarts Express. I think, if anything, I would just get an add-on coach, but I don't really need one. So, moving on. We still have... We have a Halloween set here. Ooh. Um, 
any particular interest in here. We still have quite a bit of the catalog to go through. So, uh, we'll and it is almost We're... 8.30, so. Oh, whoops. Oops. Yeah, I, I just looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we've been here for two I hours. I thought already. my clock was dead, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, well, we're coming up on a lot of repetitive stuff in, like, yeah. the immediate future. I can just kind of bruise here. Yeah. Uh, if any of you want to make a comment on something, just let me know. Um, I'm sharing the catalog, so, yeah, just let me know if you see anything. I know there's one thing I'm going to bring interest. up in the future, in, in the near future. Another speeder. The general is nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the, uh, the This next. is a cool set. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the space launch transit, and then that the one at the bottom. I forgot. Yeah, the one like the the uh, or whatever. Yeah, I have the uh, radioactive series called the space launch transit. Reminds me of there. You know what made me laugh? Somebody said, "Why did they call this the space force train?" <laughs> it's the NASA. Mm -hmm. Nice engine. I like the paint scheme. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm glad they got the American flag with the star playing in the direction of travel. Uh, that's a good that's a good point there, yeah. Yeah, on the cab right below the yeah. Yeah. Area fifty one. Very popular has we do yeah, we do have the lighted LED track here. Anyone want to make another comment about this? I know, I believe, Bimbury um, is not telling me wrong. I believe that there was something in the last catalog review that we looked at that had the track, but I don't remember. It was yeah, this set. set. I, I think it's pretty nifty, the lighted track. Mm -hmm. It's a good novelty item. Yeah, I, the Christmas track is good for Christmas layouts. It makes, you know, what's wrong with not having more lights? Yeah. I know people complain yeah, about it, but, you know, people could just, a lot of these people that buy these trains, they complain for the sake of complaining. So, you know, not the, the light up track. Mm -hmm. The only question that I have with the lighted track is I have not had any luck with fast track Take a look at my layout. I use tubular. So, what is the durability of the lighted LED? That's my question. Because probably point. a lot of kids are going to be playing with this. Going to be put up and put down, taken down every year, put up for every year for the holidays. And you don't want one piece to go bad. And you're going to have to hide it in the battery or something. That's yeah. just my yeah. I use I use um, Fast Track, and it's got its issues. Observations. Uh, lighted track, the way they have some of the power about it, it's like, I don't know, things, but it for it probably could have the same issues. But fast track, I think, normally works well when just a loop on the floor because you're not doing much. Right here, we have a Star Trek set. Anyone want to add anything in here? I no. haven't first uh, Star Trek. Me so. either. I, I know about there. it, but I'm not an expert. Anyone in the chat? Too? Anyone in the chat? Let us know. It's cool. Uh, I mean... I know a lot of Star Wars fans would probably get a kick out of this. It sold, it sold really Star well. 
Like the original. Did I say yeah. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Oops. Uh oh. Comments are gonna go crazy now. <laughs> I mean, it, the oh. starter set sold really well, and Lionel's rewarding that by producing four or five more freight cars for the Star Trek collectors. So good for them. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's Trek guys. I know. I made a mistake. All right. So if you're That's gonna blow not up the now. age of 21, you cannot talk about this. I got the slug stuck in my mouth. My twin brother, he loves the song. This. <laughs> the general that they made a couple years ago was nice. But yeah, I don't know. If you're a, a beer guy, maybe this is for you. Not sure. I'm a guy. That's for you, but it's... Uh, Nice. None of us can say. None of us can say. Hmm. Ironic, I have a lot of beer cars. Next up, we have two Lion Chief sets. A Chesapeake and Ohio Freight set and a Kansas City Southern set. It looks like. And does the Kansas City Southern set... Oh, this could just turn white. I have no oh, idea no. why. There we go. So, does this have an end-of-train device? I can't really read. I don't think it does. Okay. It doesn't? No. So then, why is there... I mean, I know this is a modern freight set, but like a caboose, maybe? Please? Yeah. Even the NASA <laughs> one didn't have a caboose. That's true. It's a good point. Man, they're even taking cabooses out of catalogs now. Yeah, there's, there's not a single caboose in this catalog. That's kind of crazy. I don't know. The only caboose, the only caboose is in the pacemaker set. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, it's kind of crazy. Right now. They had a lot of cabooses last year too. All right, tell me what's wrong. We just talked about it. What? The hand car again with the to go with the line chief set. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. This is why you buy the original post-war set. You spend time and finding the original pieces, so when you put it together, it's more um, you're, you're more rewarded. You're like, yes, I spent so much time doing this and finding this, and yeah, like I want to add in just one second here. This you um, can. I. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that a lot of the, the next starter sets are all rehashes, so we don't have to spend right, a lot right. of time Right, right. And where I was going with that is that um, I watched Country Buckers Trains with a kind of review of that Santa Fe post-operation series set. Um, and it, it was, I mean, it's kind of cool, but like the originals are like much better. And the, the point that he made was that the red on the Santa Fe was to the original. It was very matte finish. Yeah. Yes. The yes. yellow looked too bright from what I remember. We do have another Santa Fe Super Chief set here. This reminds me of RJ's set, but his was MTH and a long time ago. It did not have Lane Chief. No. Hence the, hence the MTH-ness of it. Yes, thank you for clarifying that. I'm, I I didn't understand that. It's so, all right. I, I know, as you, as a person who doesn't have MTH, it can get confusing sometimes. 
It is. It is very confusing. But I'm hoping to change that so it's a little bit confusing. We do have a blue comet set down here. This reminds me of my NPC era set that I have back They're at home. They're continuing the tradition. Although, yeah. Um, at the same time, it is not a scout locomotive. It is pretty much it's almost the exact same for an NPC era engine. There's the wheel configuration is just off by just a little bit, but. I like that um, add-on Union Pacific uh, barrel ramp car that's at the top of the page. Yeah. That's an cool. add-on. That might be something I consider to pick up. Set and a Lehigh Valley set. Mm -hmm. This looks like a... Uh, like old tooling that these U36B. Yeah. That's this old reminds me of my U36C NBC era. Chessy one that I have. I'm that sure it dates from around the same time. Re yeah, reconfigured and whatnot. We have some generals here. I have I have something to say on the general the Pennsylvania Rara general. Can someone yeah. check the live stream real quick to make sure we're still live? My computer really yes. froze out there for a There's second. Sorry for that, everybody. Yeah, it seems to be alright. Alright. I'm competing with like five different people for Wi Fi right now. <laughs> You got it, RJ. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna push to this final. All right. It, Twenty minutes. I think we're almost at the end. I like that general line, Chief. Yeah. You know what's funny? I I, I the first thing I noticed about the Pennsylvania Railroad one, everybody was complaining because they made the brass hybrid off row. My twin brother bought the Pennsylvania Railroad one. Everybody wanted a cheaper alternative. Well, there it is, right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. No, I don't. It looks nice with that with those colors. Yeah. And also for my Long Island Railroad guys, the general ran under live steam on the Long Island Railroad, so mm -hmm. it's accurate. It Have we ever seen generals sell like not in sets? It's been a uh, while. Yeah, not very often. That's the thing I noticed with this. It's actually a good price. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> That's retail. So think about it. With How a much Pretty That's good. not bad at all. Probably be like That's 200 better. to pre-order. I'd consider yeah. that. That's actually not bad. Not bad. That's actually really good. I think the hardest part would be finding the cars for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not very many like rolling stock pieces it's, of that era. It's Unless got... Reapers. One thing about Lionel. the Lionel Generals is that their pulling power is terrible. That's true. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't really pull... You can't pull more than three, four freight cars with them. Which is all right because in the real world, the generals could only pull about a dozen freight cars at most. So yeah. it's it's technically accurate, but like I have a K-line diecast uh, hopper, and my general can't pull that one car. <laughs> Some U thirty six Bs, Bs, and GP thirty eights. The chassis system yeah, again speaks out. But at the same time, I could just a bit more. Although the MSRP is not bad, yeah, two nineteen. Yeah, you can you can pick that up for like less than two hundred dollars. Yeah. Scooby Doo set, Looney Tunes. Cool. I like this fun stuff. It's definitely different. We yeah, have some uh, Batman. Batman. Stuff here. <laughs> Bat single tower. 
that's fun. That is cool. It's kind of yeah. Cool. Reminds me of the post-war town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is when you can just have fun with trains. Ford. I, I like the Ford dealership. Yeah. I should have mentioned this because I when I saw this page, I was just like, I want the Chevy dealer and I want the box car with the Corvette on it. I, I, I want that because if for any of you know, I have a Corvette and yeah. that's just my thing. So you gotta make room for the dealership on your layout. I oh I got plenty of space. The, the only thing on here is <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Amtrak. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna pre-order that. <laughs> That's kinda cool. They've Ooh, got the, like the they uh, catalog the Acela and I'm gonna get the boxcar with the picture of the Acela on it. <laughs> I didn't see the line of lines of the seven seventy three boxcar. I didn't I didn't notice those. That's actually really cool. That is nice. I like the uh historic I like the Angela Thomas bottom. art. <laughs> yep, that's cool too. What do you say, Sam? I like the uh, historic boxcars down here. It looks like we have the Berlin Wall one, which is a very interesting and still fairly recent history, as long as with the uh, World War II cars here. I know they did some earlier, but uh, if you're into history and stuff like that, these could be appealing for you. Mm -hmm. oh, we do have some more World War II style art that they would paint on like their planes and whatnot. And uh, if you were 21 or over, you can only talk about the right side. Uh, if you are under 21, you cannot discuss the right side of the magazine. I want to know if Hobbyster is actually – like if I walked in and tried purchasing the the, the yeah. Budweiser set, would Train World ID me to make sure I'm over 21? No, that's That'd be crazy if they did. Or like, all right, let's – all right, I, I'm six months, I'm six months I'm out from 21. turning 21. So like what if someone like – Let's say Matt. Matt walks in and tries to purchase a Coors Light reefer. I wonder if like Train World would ID Jeez. him to make sure he's over twenty one. I mean, they have to put the That'd for ages twenty one and over for legal reasons because it's alcohol paraphernalia. But I, I just think it's funny. I know they would still ID me. <laughs> You're gonna like the next page. Ooh, and Sam, yes, sir, let's go. Yep, three more. I need to add more. I only have like seven. I'm up to 19. <laughs> the engine. Yeah, you do have. That's the only. Engine. That's the only. That's the only one up I have. But yeah, yeah I, oh, all three of these will. Can, uh, all three of these will eventually work their way into my collection. I don't know if I'm going to pre-order them or not. I keep telling myself I'm going to pre-order them so I don't put off buying them, but we'll see. And you, it shows you all that has been released so far. So if you need to check your list, uh, RJ, <laughs> wink, wink, here's all um, of them that have been I offered. can tell you right now that that list isn't accurate. Really? really? Yeah, because they cataloged George H.W. Bush, which came after Reagan. So. Oh, yeah. You're right. I uh, I like the LBJ one. I don't know why. It's just kind of it's cool. It's a good modern president boxcar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope that Lionel recatalogs some of the more popular presidents, like Reagan and Kennedy, because they're impossible to find. Um, there has been one Reagan boxcar that sold on eBay in the last year, and it sold for two hundred dollars. 
and there's been no wow. Kennedy box cars that co have come up for sale on eBay in the last year. So um, I really hope that Lionel does a reissue of some of these more popular cars, mm -hmm. especially now as they're trying they're winding down on presidents to issue. It'll definitely be a, a collection that you and me both will be searching for a long, long time. Yeah. We'll be going to uh, York and being like, see if we can find any uh, presidential box cars here. Hmm. There was a guy, I swear, I'm pretty sure there was a guy at York that had um, the engine and a majority of the cars. Because he, he had it lined up all the way down. He like he like asked everyone in his row if, they, if he could use the back side of his table. And he just had them lined up all the way down this one table. Really cool scene. They're nice cars. Not some I still need made in the USA. That's my favorite part about them. Yeah, very cool. Not something I'd buy though, but still cool. All right, these old reissues or cars. Yeah, same old, same old. There's your shark cars. Ooh. I, I, I was so upset that they canceled that set. I thought that was so cool. Well, those are two cars from the sets. From the set. Maybe over, but the, they'll make the whole set and I put it together. The, the maxi stacks. I have, I have old. Oh wait, I'm like, yeah. I have an. I have the old, old ones from like the '90s where they connect together in the center. Yeah. Or, car that articulates but these look really good and i like the uh ttx one all right um they have some personalized here looks like you oh. can uh, personalize your own box car which i think is kind of cool we do have some cabooses down here <laughs> trucks and cabooses oh boy here here's a page this christmas oh boy there it is, ladies oh, and gentlemen. <laughs> Should we just skip this page now? Oh my god. Because I think we're all cringing. Honestly, yeah. I think out of all of the Acellas, that's the one that'll get the most orders. Somehow. Somehow. I also... Somehow, some way. Guys, I also, I'll order it. Uh, guys, I'll, I'll pre-order it if you want me to. If this live stream gets 1,000 views, I will... No. No, that's that's not a good idea. If I hit ten thousand subscribers by the end of the month, I will pre-order the Polar Express Acela. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's a dangerous game you're playing there, RJ. Just wait, hold up. Am I the only one that just notices on this? This no, no, it was that. It was actually. I like how Polar so. Express isn't centered on the tender of the Oedo. Anyways, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, just why? A photo editing error, probably. Hopefully. Uh, that that triggers my like OCD. That that's yeah. That's, I'm cringing. I'm cringing hard because of that. I just noticed Another that. reissue of the Polar Express. Here we do have some some more Polar Express stuff. You can expand your Polar Express empire with uh, the Icing oh. Station. I do have the Icing Station on my layout. Polar Express Speeder. Yep. Just what we need. Remember the K four they released a couple of years ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember the bipolar or whatever it's called? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't like that. That just didn't work for me. I think it's neat that they're doing the icing station just with presents. Uh -huh. That's cool. That is cool. 
on the next page. There's I some like reissues that. of some passenger cars here. Took how many years to put the lettering below the windows? No, but look, you see how they're all the ones with snow and the letters below, but then they make the one car for the older sets, the uh, the skiing hobo car, and then they put it back above. <laughs> oh, jeez. I hope that's just a, a, a photo editor. That's not. They're they're making it so someone with an older set can buy the car and still have it look the same. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Here is some even more Christmas. They have so much Christmas stuff this year. <laughs> I know. I know. Makes Christmas. so much money off the Polar Express. It's not even funny. By, Which I'm is, pretty sure by now the tooling is paid for itself. If it oh, wasn't definitely. for the Polar Express, we probably wouldn't get as many scale items. Yeah. In the catalog. Mike, uh, who was it? What's it was it? Is it Andy at MTH? One of the guys at MTH, one of the main guys. They're so salty they don't have the Polar Express license because they they have a set. They have what the the, the, the North Pole. The North Pole. Yeah. Lionel makes much money and can do so much with this license. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. They, it kind of. Got they tried ra riding their coattails with the North Pole. So, still seven th made. It's still nice. Knock it off. I'm just like, I'm just, oh my god. I'm Hello. I'm doing it right like now. Money. I'm like, holy cow. We need that. We need, we need Mr. Krabs. Hello. I like money. Oh my gosh. They made the Christmas story boxcar with the dad looking at the, the lamp. That's funny. Right. <laughs> oh. that. That's funny. This set was. I like this set here. The Christmas. It reminds me of the, the trains that I have around my tree. The the the, the G scale light up train. The holiday traditions train. Mm -hmm. I like that one. It's just like goes right. on forever. Yeah. It does. It Halloween really does. was what? Two pages. Well, I think that trains are a little bit more closely associated with Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Lino got there from Halloween trains, not Christmas trains. But it's okay. <laughs> no one laughed at that. Damn. <laughs> I did. <clears throat> Thank you. Appreciate that. This is like Christmas my general. I like that building there. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So, fun fact about that building, it's going to have moving trains on the inside. What, oh, really? Like the uh, Lionel Hobbies. Yeah, so, they, so they're shrinking nice. that down and putting it inside that building, and those are going to be actual O-scale figures standing on the outside looking in. Those are going to come attached buy to that. the building. I'd buy that, though. I you sure they won't make you install them like the cows in uh, Matt's uh, boxcar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's so stupid of them. And, you know, it's, it's really not that hard because you spend like 30 minutes disassembling for two minutes inserting with like a dab of... You know? I know. <laughs> All right, so there's, MT there's Lionel ripping off MTH. What, which one? I'm the Christmas trees. The Christmas trees. Yeah, the Christmas trees have LED lights on them. <laughs> they actually... 
you go. I said, when's the next lawsuit happening? <laughs> the, that's they reuse the tooling from Sam's uh, the uh, post war. Yeah, the, the atomic. Power. Yep. And another and another hand car for Lion Chief sets. <laughs> another icing station with presents. That's not Polar Express. At least you have variety. You get the house with the Christmas lights on it. That's nice. Kind of like yeah, the MTH no, ones. We can go back to that. That'd be kind of cool. You know, that way you don't have to do your you stuff. Mean, you can buy so those little LED lights. But... A Christmas light yeah. with all this stuff. Oh my god. Great. Next What's layout, I want to do like a winter scene. Like if any of you guys seen like NS Modeler 24 where he just has like that one little scene. Yeah. But yeah. Passing through like two tunnels, that's a winter scene. Mm-hmm. Be cool. There's more buildings. The end oh, is in no. sight. <laughs> if you're still with us, um, we greatly appreciate your viewership and yeah, uh, consider subscribing. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, no, I was just saying that there's like 23 of the people are still holding on, which is awesome. So thank you. Cool. Yeah. Got lots of buildings in here. The talking oh, station yeah. looks pretty nice. There's that fireworks station. I recall seeing that in the first catalog. I, I, I really want to see what that's going to look like in person, especially when the lights are off. Yeah. 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 I'd buy that for my land. I love fireworks. Fake news. Fake news staying on the next page. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I love it. Wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love it. <laughs> Fake news. What's weird is station is like, I don't know if this is the way it is now, but it's like half of, like it's missing the roof. I don't know if that's just the catalog error or if that's the way it actually is now. I don't know. I get what you mean though. I like that coal loading station. They offer that like almost every year, but. So I just noticed this, but on the taco stand, they put a chihuahua instead of like the typical dash hounds, what they did with the fake news stands. <laughs> the attention to detail is great. But one thing about those news stands is that the figures aren't O scale on it. Oh yeah. That's, that's oh, one yeah, thing I that I didn't realize before getting it, but they aren't O scale. They're probably, they're, they're bigger than G scale, really. <laughs> like the figures... <laughs> Like, the figures are probably four inches tall. <laughs> About G-scale size, I think. No, bigger. The burning house. That thing was smoking on that one. The I've got it on pre-order. The kits are nice. You can paint your own house. Kind of neat. Kind of neat. Good value, too. Yeah. This is the coolest one design your own house kit it just comes with a bunch of stuff and you can build a house the way you want to build oh yeah that is cool you can cater it to your uh, own size layout mm -hmm. very and cool probably make two probably. Make three if you stretch it out <laughs> if you create yeah I'm sure you could lots more buildings here it's been a while since I've been to any buildings honestly it's like we got a house at the top. 
Animal yeah. Animal House. <laughs> Funny. I've seen a couple of the campus. Um, we'll move <laughs> on here. <laughs> that about wraps it up. Yeah. We made it. Definitely does. Only about an hour over. Okay. Oh, there was more Strasburg. Go back. Hold up. What is? What was there? Strasburg. Cherry Hill. Oh yeah, it's the billboards on page one ninety two. Yeah, yeah, more a hint. Another hint. (laughs) No, those were in the last catalog. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember them, but okay. Nassau has them. He's got a whole stack of them. Okay, I'll pick. I'll pick them up one day. Okay. This. Okay. You, you, there's a there's a page that has figures on it. I I just want to say something because Lionel produces a product that doesn't have figures in it, and that price for what is this thirty six figures for thirty four ninety nine? I can buy like a hundred, hundred that are painted. Twenty or something. It's just that's Ali, go on an AliExpress thing. Yeah. <laughs> the prisoners. So we do have fast track here, pretty same old. Um, the only same thing old, same old. Notable. Wait, O thirty four. Wait, O thirty four. I guarantee you that mess up. That's supposed to be O thirty one. So it's supposed to be O thirty one. That's a mess up. Oh uh, yeah, sir. right there. O thirty four. How about that? The never heard of. Uh, Marks yeah. used to make 034 curves. Hmm. I think the only thing here um, is. Hey, you want your truck. trucks? There you go. Right there. Your yeah, trucks your and trucks. your kit. Um, Sid, did you talk about LCS or anything? LCS always. My opinion. Well, if you're willing to build the layout on your. Like, um, tablet and all that, and have the center track, kind of fast track for that. You could probably write them. It's just a cool system overall, but nothing new. Two, bunch of other things. The the paper copy, the back of it is actually um, American Flyer, but we don't need to look at that because what is it? O scale or no two rails? Ra- yeah, three rails or no rails? Yeah. All right, so we have pretty much reached the end of the catalog. We survived. Uh, we some HO stuff, and it looks to be, but I'm pretty sure we have visited almost the entire catalog. So thank you guys for coming on. Greatly appreciate it. It's been a wonderful show. Thank you to the viewers who are still with us right now through this live show. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming on tonight. And uh, closing thoughts to any of you before we uh, end the live stream. Uh, once again, thank you for everybody for being here and watching. Sorry for any technical difficulties. Um, you know, we're all competing for Wi-Fi nowadays in our houses. So I apologize for any lagging or technical difficulties. But we made it through and I uh, had a great time talking with everybody tonight. All right. RJ, you can go ahead and end the live stream. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Go ahead and head over to GFW. I believe they are still live. So uh, over there. Uh, have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Good night, everybody. <laughs>